You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Hey friends, John Bush here with the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. And uh, find us online at livefreenow.show. Today, I am on the side of my house, my tiny house, super cool, park model, tiny home. And I want to talk about the idea that we ought to, as activists, as doers, innovators, radicals, voluntarists, libertarians, the idea that we ought to spend more of our time and energy building and creating and coalescing with those that are doers and those that are ready to think outside of the status box. More time doing that kind of stuff as opposed to arguing and debating with people that don't agree with us, that may never agree with us. I believe that things are so damn polarized right now. And not only are things so polarized and divided, but there's such a level of nastiness in people in that if you don't agree with someone and you attempt to have rational dialogue or rational discourse, it quickly goes south and descends into ad hominems and shit talking. And all sides are guilty of this. I'm specifically wanted was motivated to do this talk today because I find myself engaging folks that I disagree with on COVID public health measures, for example, like mask wearing. And I go in and try to have a rational discourse and maybe share some studies or when people are going about their lives, like the Trump family, for example, at this funeral or at this church service without masks. I applaud that and say, you know what, it's time for people to go on with their lives. And I try to recognize that there may be public health issues, although there may not be as the virus isn't truly isolated and identified, but assume that the virus is harming people. Public health and safety aren't the only values or aren't the only factors to strive towards. I think Tom Woods really points this out well in some of his speeches that he's been giving. The fact that public health given so much power and authority is not a good thing because all they focus on is health and minimizing harm uh, to people, even though they don't want their support and they have perfectly healthy immune systems. There's other factors at play. There's individual liberty. There's enjoying a high quality of life, visiting your family, being with dying loved ones, for example. There is economic factors that go into play, like being able to sustain yourself and feed your family and pay your rent or pay your mortgage or grow your business and achieve your goals. And so oftentimes there's only one factor that goes in with the public health stuff. And a lot of liberals, a lot of more left-leaning folks, a lot of people that are genuinely concerned and scared of the virus, they seem to hone in on only that public health, when in reality, we're all unique individuals. Jack Spierko on the Unloose the Goose podcast recently pointed out this great thing. I forget who said it. it. Might have been Terrence McKenna or something. Is that he said that there's not just one world, rather there's six and a half billion worlds, meaning that 
each one of us has our own perception of reality. Each one of us has our own worldviews. Each one of us has our own world. The way that we interact with our fellow humans and the way that we perceive politics, health, the physical landscape, it's all different. And there's not very much honoring of that that goes into place when everyone wants to just utilize the government in order to force everything into one one size fits all box. It's not good. Additionally, one of my friends is an African-American guy. We used to do activism together, police accountability activism, Peaceful Streets Project. He recently came out. I could tell with some of his posts, but he recently came out saying that he supports Trump. And it's like MAGA 2020. And he's been banging on the fact that the Democratic Party has a really ugly history when it comes to racism and slavery, right? And it was the Republican Party that historically played more of a role supporting and helping African-Americans uh, throw off the oppression, you know, from the slavery era, which is still taking place to this day. And so I was like, hey, wow, you're into MAGA. Uh, I certainly think that Trump has done more for African-Americans than the Democratic Party or Joe Biden has. And I just made that simple observation. And some dickhead is like screenshots what i have to say so now you support trump and i'm a statist all of a sudden for simply saying that i appreciate this one aspect of what's going on especially when compared to what the democratic party has done I'm not voting for trump i don't support trump i even did a podcast recently you can find it livefreenow.show titled on trump biden why i haven't voted in 10 years and i don't plan to vote but and then he like screenshotted and made a post of it and it's just absolutely ridiculous how hateful, hurtful, nasty people are. And there's so few people that are engaged that are wanting to learn more from other people, right? I find myself guilty of this where everyone just wants to go and ram their opinion and their thoughts down everyone's throat. There's no synergy. There's no reciprocity. There's no two or more individuals coming together to share ideas, to raise counter arguments for the betterment of the group that's discussing so they can all have more knowledge, so they can all be more enlightened, so we can uh, view things differently, right? And it's nuts. And it's just over and over and over and over. So I have found myself, it looks like I'm freezing up a little bit. Let me know if you can still hear me or if it's totally frozen. But I have found myself exercising the block more often. I think I might have just froze up. Oh, we're good. I have found myself blocking more people. Like there's this guy that's the former editor of this um, newspaper in Austin, very influential newspaper. It They try to be anti-establishment. We're really their establishment when it comes to development and supporting uh, crony capitalism, cartel capitalism. But he was on my friends list and he would come on and engage in banter. But a lot of it was hateful and rude, and like calling me a dummy and stuff and saying my ideas are silly. And so finally, when I try to engage him about the conspiratorial view of history, for example, the idea that there are groups that are actively working to create a totalitarian global government and try to share some evidence of that in their own writings, and he just says, I'm silly and my ideas are dangerous and stuff. So more often, I'm just blocking people now because I don't want to spend my time trying to wake up or engage people that don't want to hear it or that aren't interested in the least bit. What I think is more valuable, and I'm going to do a full podcast on this and examine uh, this awesome essay by Albert J. Knott called Isaiah's Job. The book of Isaiah and the Bible talk about the remnant and that um, if you're you're goal is missionary work. Your job isn't to awaken the masses. Rather, it's to find the remnant and to put the message of Christ in this instance out there 
and people will follow you that are ready and willing to learn and that are wanting that are ready for the message same thing with libertarianism activism voluntarism agorism uh it's not about awakening the masses in my opinion there's already enough people that are in tune with the philosophy of liberty and the ideals of voluntarism and agorism that if we simply got organized and that's what we hope to do with the freedom cell network which is now almost 5,000 people participating we don't need to have the general public engaged we don't need to awaken the general public we don't need to get 50 percent plus one of the people to go along we just need to have enough people so we can effectively exercise strength in numbers come together and help fulfill our common wants and needs work together mutual aid mutual defense so that's been my vibe lately and i want to encourage you guys to do the same rather than spend so much time especially if you're an influencer or somebody that does a podcast or show or has a following rather than spend so much time banging on the philosophy and the ideas and trying to convince people that don't want to be convinced that are stuck in their ways as stuck in their ways as many of we are rather than focus on that let's focus our energy on uh, strategies how to's what can we do to find more freedom self-improvement entrepreneurship preparedness firearms networking organizing organizational tactics and instead of criticizing and complaining let's focus more on building here's something that i let me see if i can reverse this thing here I don't know, I can't switch this camera. This is something I've been working on. We have zero escaping here in this tiny home community that we live in. And uh, what the hell, it's all reversed. And, uh, sorry. And so we can't plant in the ground, which is my preferred way to plant in the ground and to do some work with the soil and stuff. But I built this nice little raised bed garden here. It's got some nice leafy greens growing in it, some peppers going. And then we have this container garden here, as you can see there, tomatoes, cabbage, broccoli. There's my little one in the window. So, yeah, the idea is get out and build things and work together with other people, achieve goals. It's more of a proactive step, more of a proactive solution rather than complaining and arguing and bickering. Because honestly, you know, there's one thing that I like to say. I always like to cover different viewpoints and different positions. Or if there's a counter argument to what it is that I'm saying that pops up in my head, I, I want to share it with you. So one counter argument is sometimes there are people that are inspired and that uh, change their position or um, recently someone said that because of my podcast, they felt the courage and strength to pull their kids out of public school. Um, that's because I was doing a podcast about tips and strategies. Uh, but, you know, when it came to all of the COVID stuff early on, when I realized that a lot of it was fraud and exaggerated, I started banging on uh, the stats and the news coming out and the reality. Like in Austin, they're like, we're going to have the hospitals. They're going to be overwhelmed. And they were pushing all this doom and gloom. And, and they're like, the hospitals are at 80% capacity. And on the surface, that sounds trouble, troublesome and problematic. But then I went and did some historical research and found, I'm trying to block the wind as much as possible. I went and did some historical research and found that 80% capacity is normal for many of the hospitals in Travis County. And that a lot of them are private hospitals. So just like a hotel, they want to have as much capacity as possible so they can make money. Right, having a 50% capacity is not a good thing for a privately owned hospital. And so I would point that out. And there were people that 
reached out to me privately and said, thank you for sharing this. Thank you for helping uh, shift my perspective, make me feel less nervous about all this. And there were people that felt the same way and saw it was a fraud, but they were afraid to go speak out. So in having discourse publicly, oftentimes, even if you're debating or arguing with someone and it seems like it's getting nowhere, there's people that are watching that you can potentially help educate as well. But, you know, all in all, if it appears that there's no value being created or greater awareness and knowledge of what's going on in the world, if it appears that there's no value being created, then my advice to move on to not engage so much with trolls, especially nasty people that call names and stuff and that call you a selfish asshole or whatever. It's like, I'm not going around calling people assholes for buying into an agenda that was predetermined that's being leveraged and utilized to roll out some nasty dystopian technocratic nightmare scenarios. People that are so ignorant to the history of the conspiratorial view of history that they can't recognize when yet another tool, another tactic, another strategy is being rolled out, just like with 9-11, just like with all the fear of all the other viruses and bio attacks and anthrax and stuff. Like, I'm not calling people stupid, ignorant fools for that, but I, I guess people don't have that same mutual respect because they like to talk smack. All right, let's hit this comment here. We're going to wrap up here pretty soon. Uh, Lena Tristie says, we are all making our own decisions according to how we are being impacted in our states and where we place our values. People who tell others what they should be doing don't want others to think for themselves. They are really saying they want others to think like them. I believe in exhausting, exhausting all avenues I feel necessary towards protecting our rights. I trust people are deciding what that means for themselves. That's going to look different for everyone. You know, I agree completely. Uh, a lot of people just freak out and get anxious when there's people that don't agree with what they agree with, especially if it's something super important like their health. Uh, you know, somebody, I always bang on some of my high school friends that are all Dems and progressive and voters, and they were like, go vote, go vote. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to vote. I don't think it serves me. I'm trying to create a better reality, take responsibility for my circumstances and circumstances of my community. But I respect you, you know, I was trying to be nice and cordial, right? But then I got to thinking, actually, you know, do your own thing. That doesn't really work with voting when someone's voting for more control that affects me negatively, right? Which brings me back to ultimately one of the best solutions that we can have as human beings is to decentralize authority all the way down to the individual if possible. That way there's not a one size fits all paradigm. That way not everyone's all worked up into a frenzy for their guy to get an office because if their guy doesn't get an office, then they're going to have other policies and values inflicted upon them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, guys, we owe it to ourselves to not spend so much so much of our precious energy debating, arguing when it gets nowhere. If you're if you value freedom, if you value liberty, if you value natural health and health freedom, then shift your focus towards doing building, acting, creating, criticize through creation, not through arguing on social media endlessly because it's not getting anywhere oftentimes. And it's super duper annoying and people are just all bent out of shape and butt hurt. And I don't have the time and energy for it. I'm done. All right, John Bush, peace and freedom. I'm out. Go to livefreenow.show. I strongly invite you to subscribe to my podcast. One of the biggest channels that we would promote on the Conscious Resistance YouTube channel 
uh, we got a two-week ban because of a Kratom video. We already had a strike before that because of an anti-mask video coming out of India. So I, I strongly encourage you to subscribe to my podcast because that's something that can't be taken away at the RSS feed. That's livefreenow.show, livefreenow.show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. It's John Bush. It's a beautiful day. Go out and hug someone.